PJ, where are we going for your plays this week in college football? All right, sir. So we're going to start with the game of the weekend, Kentucky and Tennessee. Tennessee. I like Kentucky quite a bit in this game. It's all about the look-ahead spot for Tennessee. They have Georgia next week, Ryan, as we know. All week, you know all it's been is just 60 minutes until Georgia, four minutes until Georgia. We just got to get to the Georgia game. And here comes Kentucky coming in there, off a bye. Will Levis is back. And the way that they're built, how they can run the football, chew clock, keep Hendon Hooker in that Tennessee offense on the sidelines. Their defense can get some stops. And Mark Stoops just thrives in these underdog roles. This is when he's at his best, is when his back's against the wall. Nobody's giving him a chance. And the spread feels a little low, doesn't it? Like, with that offense, it just feels like it should be around 14, 14 and a half, and it's at 11 and a half. I like Kentucky quite a bit. I think that's the right side. And I think they, they could win the game outright. The only thing I fear is just every three, four, five years in the SEC, there's just a magical team that comes along. Cam Newton's Auburn Tigers, Joe Burrow's LSU Tigers, and now this Tennessee team that just has a magical feel to it. So I think Kentucky can give them a scare. I think it can be a close game. I don't know if they can pull the outright upset, but I do like them plus 11 and a half. Take Kentucky tomorrow to keep that game close. Next, Michigan State. Michigan going to be at this game, Ryan. Looking forward to it. Since Jim Harbaugh took over at Michigan, he is 4-3 and three against Michigan State. Yeah. So much for baby brother, right? I mean, they play him tough, and especially at the big house. Michigan State season's over. They're not going to the college football playoff. They're not going to the Big Ten championship game. It's been a very disappointing season for him. Mel Tucker, Mel, T- Mel Tucker pretty much stole $90 million from that uh, athletic yeah, department. Yeah, he got paid at the right time. He got paid at the right time. But this is their Super Bowl on Saturday. For those seniors, even though it's been a disappointing season, if they can beat Michigan, their season will be made. Yeah. When you go to Michigan State. That's their Super Bowl. That's their Super Bowl. That's when their you, bowl game. When you go to Michigan State, right, like you're sold on – you can play in a Power Five, and you can play in the Big Ten East and all this stuff, and you get to play against Michigan and that rivalry, get to play against Ohio State. And the matchup, from a matchup perspective, we've talked about it. They can stop the run, which is what Michigan wants to do. They're an awful pass defense, but I don't know if J.J. McCarthy can take advantage of that. So I think Michigan State can hang around in this game, and the longer that they can hang around, the more it makes Michigan uncomfortable. I will say, too, Next week is when the college football playoff rankings start. And I feel like every year leading up to that week, we always have one upset that like shakes up everything. Yeah. So maybe it's Kentucky. Maybe it's Michigan State. Maybe it's Florida against Georgia. Maybe it's Penn State. Who knows? But I think one of those top four, Ryan, are going to get a scare this week and possibly could be Michigan State. So we'll see what happens. Next game, I like West Virginia plus seven and a half against TCU. I'm going to fade TCU the rest of the year. They're, they're going to get got eventually. They got lucky to survive against Oklahoma State, down 14 points in the fourth quarter, one in overtime. They got lucky to survive Kansas State. They were down 18 points. Kansas State's top two quarterbacks get hurt. They play with their third string the rest of the game. They win that. Morgantown's a sleepy, sleepy place to go on the road at noon Eastern on a Saturday. That just feels like an upset special. The fact we're getting a hook as well, TCU has four road games to finish up the season, including this game. So they're still going to have plenty of tests, including Texas. They're looking ahead to all those games. West Virginia's had a disappointing year, but they did beat Baylor recently at home. They're a very good home team. 
So I think seven and a half is too many points. Love West Virginia with the hook, but I also think they can win the game outright as well. Cincinnati UCF, we've talked about one of my locks of the weeks. Uh, UCF looked ahead to Cincinnati last week when they lost to ECU. Now they get Cincinnati. This is the game that they've circled. This is the game that they've wanted. When you're in a conference like the AAC where you just have like two schools that are brands, which are Cincinnati and UCF with what they've done in college football the last three, four years, this is what they've wanted. And the fact that they're favored, I think, says a lot, right? Cincinnati is the ranked team. UCF's the unranked team, and UCF is ranked. Cincinnati made the college football playoff last year. They lost a lot of guys. I think UCF wants to make a statement tomorrow at the bounce house. I like UCF minus one. And finally, my favorite play of college football is Coastal Carolina plus two and a half against Marshall. Marshall's really not that good. I've watched him a bunch this season. Coastal still got Grayson McCall as one of the best quarterbacks in college football. McCall and Jamie Chadwell, they're just such a good pairing in these games where the spreads are close, where they're essentially pick The games come down to the wire. Coastal Carolina, they're much, they're very much like the Tennessee Titans. They just have a knack when the spreads are close. They just always find a way to win those games. Georgia State taught us that the hard way. Yeah, I know. So I like Coastal Carolina. I also like Cal plus 17 and a half against Oregon, one of my favorite plays. I just think there's going to be some letdown from Oregon this week after that big win against UCLA. Wilcox and Cal's the perfect team to get a team off of a letdown. The way they can make the game ugly, the way that they play defense, he's so good in the underdog role. role. And Oregon's getting a lot of national love, Ryan. People are like, can they make it into the playoff as a one-loss team? I saw Mark Zinno on Gotta Twitter today. Not, One of our guys who always comes on BetMGM tonight. Mark Zinno's like, who do you guys think are the teams in the country that can beat Georgia on a neutral field? I'll give you a three. And he goes, Bama, Ohio State, and Oregon. The team that they beat 49-3 to on a neutral field all of a sudden thinks that they can hang with them on... A neutral field now. That's that's what Oregon's getting. That's say, the perception of them right now. I'd say is how good they are. I'd say I would replace Oregon with Michigan. I don't even know that I believe that, but I think we got to give Michigan a little bit more respect. They're an undefeated and, team, and, and they I beat think, Ohio State last I year. I think if Oregon played Georgia tomorrow, it would not be forty nine three. I think they play them a lot closer. I said that too, but it, but how much closer? But and that's the I'm thing. still betting I, Georgia if it's a seventeen point spread, right? And yeah. you know we've seen Oregon whoop up on UCLA and BYU. Both of those games were at home. We saw what they did when they went to Wazoo on the road. Didn't look impressive. Should have lost that game. They're going on the road to Cal tomorrow. So I like Cal quite a bit to keep that game close. Who knows? I haven't Maybe bet that can... yet. What is it? Seven and a half? Seventeen and a half. Seventeen and a half. I it's mean, seventeen now, and a half. It's now seventeen, which I would still play. Yeah. But if, once it goes to sixteen and a half, maybe not. At seventeen and a half, I loved it. At seventeen, I still like it. It is seventeen right now, plus six twenty-five on the money line. Over under 57 and a half. I like the under too. I think if you like Cal, that correlates to the under, right? Because that's where yeah. they want to play. Yeah. They Oregon obviously wants a shootout and Cal wants a slugfest. So I think that's a great play. But it just shows you where people's thoughts are on Oregon right now after beating UCLA. People are thinking a lot of this team. Look, Ron, you know I went to Bama. I've watched Bo Nix play a lot of football. Right when you're ready to believe in Bo Nix. He hits the road. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. when he'll kill you. He and he's on road the road, game. like you said. Bo Nix laying 17 on the road. I don't care if it's Cal or if it's Cal Bakersfield. I'll take the home team catching the 17. So I love Cal as well in that spot. Those are really the games that I loved as I'm scrolling through here. We can talk about some of the other games we haven't touched on. Georgia-Florida, 
I really want no part of. I mean, 24 in a game like that, that is such a huge I number. And I hear people, I hear a lot of people that I like too, that are uh, taking Florida in that spot, too many points. I think they're just daring you to take Florida. They one hundred percent. I agree. I think it's Georgia pass personally. Week one seems like it was like three years ago. Where uh, you know, I mean, they were able. I mean, they look so dang good against Utah. But again, that game was at home. It yep. was week one. They've yep. been a little bit beat up since then. Anthony Richardson can't throw the football. That's the problem. Like he's great with his legs, but he just can't push the ball down the field. I would probably play Georgia, and I feel like now. They're going to start getting up for these games. Obviously, I mean, that's a huge game. That's a huge rivalry. Mm-hmm. World's biggest cocktail party. But I do think that, like, now George is hearing all this hype about Tennessee, who I think is on upset watch. I haven't given out Kentucky. I forgot to break that one down. But we'll give out all of our picks to close out the show. I am betting Kentucky. And it helps that, you know, John Ewing and everybody's tweeting out. And Patrick Everson tweeted this out earlier as well. The number one book need is going to be Kentucky. I could see Kentucky winning that game outright, man. I can They're too. finally getting healthier. Chris Rodriguez comes back, you know, and I know he was suspended yeah. the first couple games of the season. Then he was dinged. Offensive line's been all right. It's going to come down to can Will Levis make plays down the field against that Tennessee uh, secondary, which he could, I think, could obviously be got. It's not he a could. great secondary. And again, I just worry about the fact that Tennessee just got this magical season rolling. It feels like that maybe that they find a way to survive, but. It's- I'm know, with you. Kentucky, could, and it is Tennessee. The games you touched on, I'm with you on Notre Dame. That's totally the right side. Syracuse, you know, when you have a team like that that is undefeated, they're 6-0, they're having this season that nobody expected them to, they, they should have beaten Clemson last week. They really should have. You lose a game like that now, Ryan, and, and how many times have you seen it where it kind of, your season just kind of unravels on yeah. you? You were having all the success, fairy tale season. You lose a heartbreaker like that. Everybody's respecting you against a Notre Dame team, right? Like, who wants to back Notre Dame? Ryan, I watched that entire Notre Dame UNLV game last week. Yeah, me too. Oh my God, uh, Drew Pine. You see what I'm just, dealing with? He misses he sucks. so many. You can just open. say it. He sucks. He sucks. He's he, not a college football. Quarterback. No, he misses him and so Graham many Mertz. open receivers. It's unbelievable. I need to know who who made Graham Mertz a four star recruit. Yeah. I need to talk to anybody that actually truly believed that, and I it's, need to talk to Paul Chris. But no, I mean, um. Yeah, dude, Drew Pine's worse. He's wor- he's worse than Graham Mertz. Yeah. Which one did you ask me about again? I'm sorry. Yeah, dude. you're good. Arkansas at Auburn. Arkansas, Arkansas minus Arkansas, three. Auburn. Okay. Doesn't it just seem way too easy to back Arkansas? Oh, yeah. And I know they're not a great football no. team, Auburn's dude. Auburn's playing better, though, and they've been scoring some points. Yeah. No, they have been playing much better, and they made a quarterback change, I yeah, know. Yeah, Robbie Ashford. Yeah, I just... um. It would probably be uh, Arkansas in that game for me. I like KJ Jefferson, that offense, and uh, Kendall Bryles, who calls the plays for Arkansas a lot. And I, I always feel like they're always, I feel like they're like a, a like maybe overvalued to college football fans because we all love Sam Pittman. He's mm-hmm. a great guy and he's a great quote. But I feel, always feel like they're like undervalued in the market. Like they don't get enough respect. I, I think they should win that game by at least four points. Yeah, that's a stay away for me. Uh, Auburn feels like the right side because of that spread, but I don't want to touch it. Illinois, seven and a half at Nebraska. I would only play Illinois as disgusting only as that Illinois. is. Only Illinois. And you wow. know, well, yeah, I, I just not the right price for Nebraska. What would you yeah. do? Would you back Nebraska in that spot? I think so. It's seven and a half. Illinois getting all this love. But, oh, Nebraska's burned us so many times. Iowa Northwestern. Do you dare lay eleven and a half with Iowa? No, but my cousin texted me today that he's playing the over in that game. Yeah, it, it opened. I mean, it's it's actually bumped up. What's it at right now? Thirty eight, thirty nine. The total yeah. right now is at thirty seven and a half. Oh, so it's went back down. Yeah, I would still bet the under in that game. Northwestern's a tough watch, man. 
USC Arizona total 75 and a half do you dare take the under I would actually take the over in that game. <laughs> I was gonna say I that. honestly think that USC may hang 60 themselves especially you know coming off that disappointing loss to Utah a couple weeks ago they want to get back on the right track they probably still think hey if we're a one loss team we win the Pac-12 championship at least we have an outside shot to get into the college football playoff even if they don't believe it and we don't believe that, that. Jaden Delora pickup at quarterback for Arizona from Wazoo is a really good one Texas Tech minus two and a half at home against Baylor. What are we doing here? Gosh. I kind of like Tech. Do you? Yeah. This is a complete stay away from me. I just never know what I'm going to get for Baylor. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'd probably go Tech too if I had to bet. That just because they're at home. Uh, Stanford UCLA. UCLA was Joey Galloway's lock. So Stanford. Absolutely. <laughs> and Stanford's Plus sixteen played, and a half. Easy. Played, been playing good. Ba- easy uh, good handicap. Bet. Good football. They covered against my team, Tanner McGee. Thirty you know? seconds left. The sickos game of the week. Wyoming at Hawaii. Wyoming laying eleven and a half. This one kicks off at midnight on Sunday morning. Are we taking Hawaii plus 11 and a half? They've been playing a lot better. They, no, they really have, man. Shout out to Timmy Chang, who's uh, turning that program around pretty quickly. Couldn't bet him, though.